Ching Ching. Ching Ching. Welcome. We are, I am Margie and she is Rita. Margie Rita <laughs> on a Wednesday night coming straight at you. Yeah. Um, so today's topic is seems pretty appropriate. Um, it's I when I was on my walk today, I just thought, what do you do when you're stuck in a rut? That's when all the good ideas come when you're on your walk. Yeah, it is when all my good ideas come. But um, stuck in a rut. Yeah, I feel kind of a little stuck in a rut right now. I mean, we're stuck in quarantine for 49 days. Tomorrow, 49 days. You've been counting. I counted. Yeah. Okay. And um, so my question for you is, what do you do when you're stuck in, in this case, a creative rut? Or it could be just being stuck in a rut. You want to know what I do when I'm stuck in a rut? Yeah. How do you get yourself out of it? Um. Okay. Well, I guess this is going to really be like a liberty biberty. I have to riff thing. I didn't. I wasn't planning for liberty for, biberty. Yeah, I wasn't planning for you to ask me that. I'm trying to get this uh, sound thing exactly. So, mm. all right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, what do you do? Do you feel stuck in a rut? I've. I've. The quarantine hasn't been easy for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Why? Uh, well, it's not so much that um cooped up, although I do feel stir crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really more the idle time. Mm. Idle, yeah, you idle, don't do well with idle time. Idle time has never been very good to me. I mm-hmm. find ways to stumble. Um, I also have great ideas during idle time and I and good things come up. There's it's not all bad. Yeah. But I make all kinds of you know, lists and to-do lists and and then if too much idle time comes my way, then then those to-do lists start to get a little slower to be completed and I'll slough off, i.e. E.G. So margarita. what did you do today? Well, I was pretty productive today. I went 10 miles today. I talked to a good friend and we collaborated on an idea well actually we came up with an idea to collaborate on a new screenplay okay um and we talked for we talked for about two hours while i walked which is why i walked so far um and today was super productive so i can't really i can't really judge the quarantine by today but if you want to judge it by how my weekends have gone (laughs) my weekends have been highly unproductive uh, fun, fun weekends, but just, yeah, like on it, it'll leave me on a Sunday, Monday feeling this stuck in a rut feeling. What do I do? Uh, I, there's a bunch of things people do, I think. And, and there's a couple of things I do. Um, number one, if I'm really feeling stuck in a rut and it's not because of a hangover, mm-hmm. I, I like push-ups. I do push-ups. Whenever I start to feel like life is or my production slowing down, my mind doesn't work, my mind's getting bored, I want to lay down, I want to go to sleep, take a nap in the middle of the day, I get the midday blues, so to speak, um, I I do push-ups. I'll do as many push-ups as I can do just to like get the blood flowing again. And if that, you know, gets me, sometimes that works. I'm opposite. I noticed that when I get stuck in a rut, what I realize is I'm going to, I'm doing too many things, trying to do too many things in 
a time frame that it's not possible to accomplish all those things. So I feel like, ah, I can't, I can't accomplish well, it all. That actually brings up something I was reading recently and, and pushups is just the one like simple go-to. That's one thing that I'll try to, or I can do jumping jacks or whatever, or go on a 20 minute run or something. It's anything to get the blood flowing. But okay. but that's that's one simple thing. That doesn't always work. And by you're any very means. physical. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do better whenever my body's moving, my mm -hmm. mind moves with my body. But, um, that, that doesn't always work that, I, that does not always work. And so what I think you just said, the key about what you just said is that you have so many things to do that, and I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but you have so many things to do that no matter how many of those things you accomplish, you're so far down in the trench that you don't ever feel like you're going to be able to climb. Out right. Yeah. And, and my, I'm notorious for I really love list, like to-do list. Like I make a list for what I want to accomplish and it could be for the week, it could be for the day, it could be separate lists that are for both, right? And I I don't know why it's just in my personality to cross off something when I've accomplished it and I like that. But I have to be realistic with when that list is too long. Like if I'm making a to-do list for the day and I'm doing it, as an intention to say, here's what I want to accomplish for today. So I'm going to make a list of it. Um, I have to give myself permission to say, it's not all going to get done. So let me just do the first one on the list and try to do it well. Well, and Which I, think I feel like we've talked about this before. We, we just did talk about it um, just a week ago, probably. But I think the thing is, the sort of mind issue with that is that if the list is too long for you to realistically complete, then no matter what you do, you can't win. So that means that crossing one off isn't going to make you feel any better because you still see this massively long right. list. Yeah. So here's something, this brings up something that I heard years ago and I did practice this for a while. I still do practice it. Um, although my lists get a little long some days too. Um, I can't remember. I think it was John Waters, this avant-garde director. He he said that he every day he had a note card, index card, three by five. And he would write five things, no more than five things, no less than five things. Five things that he could realistically do that day. And he, that way, every day, it was an achievable goal. He did, He's not saying that he achieved all, it every single day, but it was at the beginning of the day, an achievable goal to get all five of those things done. He wouldn't put number six on there. The temptation was always to be like, I bet I could squeeze this one little thing in there. But he wouldn't do it because he knew that what was going to happen is the instant that he does that, then number seven, number eight, mm -hmm. start to fly in. And pretty soon you're in this position you're talking about where the list is longer than is achievable and therefore you're not going to get any gratification out of completing one or two tasks because it's one or two out of 20 is nothing, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, I think that's one thing to to really consider limit. up front. Uh, yeah, limit. Like, f yeah, there, there's that saying of the, the freedom of limitation, right? You can free yourself by limiting yourself, you know? Yeah, today I really went against what I know. I even feel like I said this earlier in the week to somebody that I try not, now that we've been working from home full time, we spend so much time on Zoom. And I said, I really don't do well when I have more than three Zoom calls a day. 
because I'm just worn from being on the computer talking with people and it actually doesn't give me any time to work. It's just I'm hopping from meeting to meeting to meeting. And today I would stay. I feel stuck in a rut because I didn't do that. Can, I was, well, let me ask you this. So yeah. it, it sounds like what you're dealing with is overwhelm, like overwhelm, the, the feeling of overwhelm, which causes anxiety, the blues, whatever. It settles in people differently. Is that right? Or, or I definitely feel that way this week. I haven't felt that way the entire time during Yeah, but quarantine. I'm talking about right now when you say Today, stuck in a rut. I felt overwhelmed and like I didn't do a good job upholding the things that I say that I do that I've been trying to do since I've been working from home like I went against all of those you know well, well okay so what we're trying to do is we're spitballing a bunch of solutions to it but what I'm still not 100% clear on I I know what stuck in a rut means but I don't know exactly what it means in terms of your chemical reactions to things and by that i'm not saying you need to put a, a name on these chemicals i know they're up there in your brain but hormones they're for they're, women they're, they're causing once your, a month they're called hormones right well that's there but 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 what i'm saying is when you say stuck in a rut what what feelings are you get are you depressed are you anxi think, anxious what is, yeah what? i think they could be all of those if you're stuck in a rut it means something is preventing you from being from feeling motivated or productive or any of those you don't want to do anything yeah but okay so let's go let's go to another example like because i'm seeing a mixed version of it in you okay. you're saying stuck in a rut i'm seeing that stuck in a rut part mm -hmm. but i'm seeing it in spurts and i'm not seeing it a hundred percent of the time which is maybe what we're uncovering right now is a stuck in a rut doesn't mean you feel that way a hundred percent of the time it just means that you're feeling that way an inordinate amount of time. Well, maybe if I think about because it, yesterday, now that you're asking me that, yeah, it might be when I get on overload, it's like the crash from coming down from, what were you going to say about yesterday? Well, yes, yesterday when you got your banjo lele out, which for those of you who don't know, Denise now has taken up the banjo lele. I is learned a, how to play the banjo lele. It's a banjo and a ukulele. So it's ukulele tuning, but with a banjo sound. Four strings on a banjo. Yeah, and a, and a drum, uh, the banjo drum. Mm -hmm. Gives it a really cool sound. Anyway, you've learned to play and you've been practicing. I noticed you got like a little kid yesterday, um, so much so that it, I felt compelled to take out my phone and record you because you were, play you were playing and laughing. And I mean, I could re it re reminded me of... I don't think it was last night, was it? The night before. Uh, they it, all bleed together. Well, they're bleeding together, but it was one of the days that you said you were feeling stuck in a rut and then mm. you had to like decompress a little bit and okay. then you were just playing. Just play, 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 play. And laughing like you were a kid. So you're not, when you say stuck in a rut, stuck in a rut doesn't mean that all 24 hours of your day are consumed by that feeling. Right. So what I'm trying to pinpoint is when, what times you get it and what times you get away from it. That was at night. That was when you were playing a banjo lele and work was decompressed or decompression time. But sometimes I get the blues uh, like right around from one to four if I'm not at work. Like if I'm at work, it's fine. But if I'm just at home, I have the tendency to want to lay down on the couch between those hours 
and laying on the couch makes me feel worse. Well, I'm going to say two things, actually, on what you just said. So I have gone through these ebbs and flows since we've done been in quarantine. I mean, if we listen back to the first episode, we've which was the very beginning this, yeah. to now, we're 49 days in. I'm sure our tones sound different and we've consumed a wine or or margaritas or something you know? <laughs> we've consumed so anyways lunch, food drink otherwise yeah, food yeah all of those vegetables it was vegetables one of the today times. was a vegetable day um but you just said something that i didn't know it's been a long time you bought me that banjalele ordered it and it's kind of been my saving grace for this quarantine well that's good to hear because it i've been um playing it for a brain break during the day. So sometimes during the day when I have a chance um, in between meetings, I might just go on the back deck or back porch and play for 30 minutes. So and maybe you kind of answered your own yeah, question. I think I think that has been helpful because it has given me, and it. Um, everybody always says this, but when you play a musical instrument, it requires different parts of your brain to start working and and synapses to be firing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like reignited those parts that have been dull since I haven't been in marching band in high school. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's I do see when you're playing it, it does bring out the kid in you. Um, and that's a yeah. that's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. I you know. As an adult, it's hard to find things that you... Well, one, as an adult, it's already hard enough to pursue things that you're not... That take work to be good at. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if we talked about this already, but snowboarding. Didn't we talk about that? Yeah. And how people skiing and snowboarding, people quit if you start when you're an adult because they don't want to get hurt, number one. And number two, it takes a long time to learn those skills mm -hmm. and get comfortable. You're uncomfortable for probably the first 50 times that you ever do it. And if you live in Texas, you don't go to the snow more than twice a year, you know? Yeah. So going to a musical instrument, it's like you got to be able to endure being crappy at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and I guess... So your, it's good. It's humbling too. Well, yeah, and it, at your at, at your at our age, um, taking up something new and not being good at it when you are used to uh, being in an, in a situation that uh, to work every day in a place of something you do feel um, competent in, it's kind of hard to not be. And that that is probably the single reason why people don't take up that many new activities when they get older. Although I, I will say that's something that. I have wanted to do for a long time and still continue to want to do is to always learn a new, um, not a, skill. a, a new skill, mm -hmm. right? So for me right now, it's not, I've been practicing the guitar more than I have in the last five years. I've probably played more during quarantine than I've played combined for the last maybe two years, we'll say. Mm -hmm. but, um, but I took up tennis. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and and I've been playing tennis, which you were the college tennis player. I was awful at that sport, but I've all, I've watched you play it, and I've watched enough people play it to where you know I can act. I can act like the part. Yeah, you know? Rafa Nadal. Yeah, walks out. yeah. So, um, 
my friend uh, Austin and I have gone probably a couple of times each week, although I need to call him because this week's almost over. We haven't played. Oh, did you know they lifted the ban on tennis, playing tennis? No, I didn't know that. They said that it's one of the sports that it's under a certain number of people so you can play so it. So we're back. We well, can... I think May 1st is the lift, but it's sweet. April 29th, so okay, it's fine. Okay, sweet. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we got, actually, that's a good story. Uh, and, and we're shallow enough into this podcast. I think shallow. I feel like I can tell it. Um, while the quarantine has been going on when they shut down all the tennis courts two 40 year olds Austin and I were we went and all of the courts had wrapped in that yellow tape and they were basically not letting anybody in and so we were just kind of so uh, enthralled with our regiment of sticking to our playing once or twice a week that we decided to jump the fence and first off, it was kind of comical jump. Like I remember a time when I could jump a fence and it was not a problem whatsoever. I could get over that thing in a hurry and nothing. Oh gosh. Watching the two of us try to get over the fence. Our hands are all cut up and it's just a fence. It's not like a barbed wire fence. It's just a fence. So we get in there, we're playing, you know, everything's shut down. It was Easter weekend. Mm -hmm. We're in there, we're smacking the ball back and forth and two paddy wagons show up. And they pull up into the parking lot and they park right next to Austin's truck. And we're just hitting the ball. Boom, 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 boom. I'm thinking, boom, 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 boom. Well, Is that well right? we missed a few here and there. But, okay. but I think more than anything, we actually got into a rhythm of hitting the ball back and forth because we were trying to evade what was happening outside the court, which is two paddy wagons waiting on us. Finally, I, I thought, you know, man, we better go face the music. These guys are going to either chew us out or perhaps even do more than that. Uh, the fine's not, not, I think the fine was like $1,000. I was not what? looking forward to that. Uh, the fine for breaking the quarantine rules, and which is tennis was one of them. Is, In it's a Williamson thousand, County? I think so, yeah. I think so. $1,000 fine. I knew which, there was a fine, but I didn't know what it was. So, Anyway, we kind of kept hitting the ball, but be our age finally worked in our favor, I think. If we had been kids, they would have said, no, these kids definitely jumped the fence. But because we're older, they're like, there's no way these two knuckleheads could get over this fence, so they must have a key. And finally, after about 20 minutes, they pulled away and left, at which point we went and jumped the fence again and got out of there. But That's it, why when you came home, you had like bloody scrapes hands. all over your bloody hands. Bloody hands, yeah. yeah. That's right. Um I got my top three while you were just talking. Okay. What what top three to what though? What is the question? So the question that I started from the beginning is what do you do when you feel stuck in a rut? Now this is creative moonlighting. So obviously it's what do you do when you're stuck in a creative rut? Um, my first one that I thought about was you said this earlier. Um, don't try to be so productive that you're unproductive. Right. Right. Don't. Um don't dig a hole so deep that you can't get yourself out of it, at least for that day, right? Yeah, I liked your idea of make a top five or top make a list of five things. Like give yourself a limit to how many things that you think is realistic to accomplish. Because I think today I felt stuck in a rut because I went against what I know I'm capable of being productive of, but I still did it anyway. Like I should have declined the last meeting that I had because I didn't have a break. I had 
a three hour meeting and then I had another hour meeting after that. I, I don't just, understand how they could get, give you a three hour meeting and then expect you to just like go right into another because meeting. they were completely different people. So they didn't I still know. don't understand why they would do that. <laughs> Because nobody cares. They just look and say, oh, she's available at three o'clock. So I'll just stick her there. You know, you were literally taking a bite of your lunch. I know. And you got up and left and you didn't come back for an hour and a half. I know. And I was I hadn't even that was lunch and it was like three thirty or something. Right. Anyway. So, yeah. Number one, don't try to be so productive. You're unproductive. Um, I think the second one I was going to say was. which is related to this, which I didn't get was like, give yourself time in the day for a break. That's completely in a different direction than what your focus is on. So like if, you know, for you, I know you're often writing and I even have to be, I have to be super cognizant and respectful of, Hey, are you writing right now? Are you deep? I think I said the other day, what did I say? Yeah. Are you deep in in creative creative mode mode or something? Creative thought or something like that. And you just said yes. And I was like, okay, I'm walking away. Yeah. But I ended up scrapping that whole scene I wrote too. But it, but I, but it, it didn't, that's irrelevant whether I use it or don't use right. it. I was, I was really like, you know, moving. Yeah. But I think go, go take time and go way in the opposite direction. So for me, it has been huge. We talked about the banjalele. Yeah. Has been huge because it just takes my brain in a different direction, gives me a little bit of a brain break. I feel good about it and then I can go back and focus better than I did prior, mm-hmm. right? Um, like puzzles have not standard puzzles. Like they're, my friends <laughs> are crazy about like 2000 piece puzzles, thousand piece puzzles. No, I need a sense of accomplishment. So yeah, yes, I have purchased a four pack of puzzles that was for three to six year olds. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I've completed That's 100. all of them piece puzzle i don't know man i'm just not into the puzzle thing yet i guess i think you would be but you, i don't think you would be into like a thousand piece puzzle well but like I, if you it did feels a puzzle, like it's robbing me from doing something that i'm gonna do like like yeah. actually use i it's don't know it's just a brain break but yeah that's why i did small puzzles because i could accomplish it in probably 15 minutes or less you know maybe we done. should take up chess we could have one chess board and we don't have to make sit and play a whole game you make one move a day Maybe. We, maybe we could do that. We don't own a chess set. Amazon. Hello. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then my last part was you were talking about this. Um, and this is for me and my body. It's different. I mean, you can speak to your own, but I do need to rest. Like you said, you don't like it whenever between 1 and 4 p.m. You feel like you need to take a rest. I mean, I need a rest. I wrote rest and treat your body well. So... The things I know I have to do in order to get out of the rut. Like if I don't actually be aware of breathing, of my breathing, and I mean like just pause for a minute and like be aware of my breathing, I just get tense. Like my shoulders get up to my ears and I get worse and worse and worse and worse. I am start sleeping like that. Like, yeah. haven't you looked over and seen me asleep in the middle of the night with yeah, my shoulders with up? with an unpleasant um, demeanor. Yeah. Yeah. How, I shouldn't be like that when I'm sleeping. Yeah. You know? So I think the main thing is I have to be able to rest and treat. When I say treat your body well, I mean, also, that's like just being aware of 
taking your vitamins, eating like eating vegetables. I know that sounds really silly, but it's just well, I know I no, need those I, things. I think that's a huge thing. What you consume. Um, yeah. And, and I don't think. All right. So I don't want to. Wait, is that all three of you? Were those you are my three. Yeah, OK. I don't want to undermine the whole take a rest in the middle of the day thing. I just don't like. To and I'm there. saying that's what I know I need. Well, I know I need it too clearly or else I wouldn't have this urge to do it. Your body's telling you something. But what I don't like that accompanies that feeling or that urge is it's not like, oh, I'm in a happy place. Let me take a quick rest and maybe oh, 25 deep breaths and then maybe a 20 minute nap. What comes out of that feeling is like, and I'll, this comes from being a kid when I used to like try to Ferris Bueller it and like, and, and fake my, you know, feign illness so that I could stay home. Yeah. And I would stay, what, what, what would happen ultimately, what stopped me from wanting to stay home all the time from school was I would say, you know, kind of make, work up this thing where I felt like I was sick. And by the way, I would actually feel sick whenever I would pretend like I was sick. I'd do it long enough in the morning and then I pretty much felt sick. But then when my parents left, oh man, everything was relaxing, it was great. But I didn't necessarily follow through with the Ferris Bueller day. I just laid on the couch. And by the middle of the day, it's all the crummiest soap operas that are on. And you, you just start hearing yeah. the birds chirp outside. It's just this bullshit feeling. So I, I get that feeling still. It's like, you know, residual blues. Yeah, I noticed today you went outside during the day. I felt great about doing that because it was the, such an, it was the, the weather was good, you know? Yeah. Um, but I here's, okay, I'm just going to read you what my today, my daily list of things to do. You're going to read it? I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to say what's on it. This is how I try to break up my day. So my, okay. my number one out of three is I got to keep my day dynamic. I can't, unless I get really into a flow state of, and this was, this episode wasn't meant to be about flow states, but for those of you that are listening to this, if you don't know about those, just do some basic research on it. it, it there is a real thing to it. And essentially flow state means it's like you're having your most, it's your, your most euphoric you're time. You're having fun. You're having the most fun that your brain isn't even feel like it's working at all, yet it's making all the right decisions. They always say that uh, extreme sports athletes, in order for them to live through their sports, they pretty much are in a flow states whenever they get out there. Big wave surfers, you know, uh, BMX, you know, crazy, you know, the, the ones that do these extreme sports. But so they're I, definitely not stuck in a rut. Well, they might get that way sometimes, but when they're doing their thing, no, they're definitely right. not. Right. Um, so when I wake up, my goal is to do the trio, which is to do push up squats, jumping jacks, mm. 300 of them in three minutes. Really? Every morning before I get in the shower. 300 total? Total, total. Oh. So not like 300 each. Yeah. But 300 like, total. So 100 each. 100 push ups? Push ups, squats, jumping jacks. Whoa. And I do that right before I get in the shower. Every day? Well, I hit about four out of five last week, and I've hit, so far I'm, I'm batting a thousand this really? week. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Then it's work emails and check my Google Classroom with my kids, check mm -hmm. in with work. So we're working from home. Mm -hmm. um, then I like to read a little bit of news. I want to know what's going on with the coronavirus. I want to know what's going on with the stock market. I want to know what's going on with that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I do one like I have books in my phone, my Kindle, I start to read and I read for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I do create what I call create round one, whatever that is. 
So it could be an edit that I have to finish. It could be a, a scene that I need to write. It could be just to practice with the new camera that I got or some of this equipment that I got laying yeah, around. Yeah, but those are, that's your list on days you're productive, like you're super. So is that you getting out of a rut? Like you're listing all the things that happen when you're well, being. I'm, I'm working up to that. So what I'm saying, oh, okay. what I'm saying is my, my reason one was to keep it dynamic, to switch. Mm. So to constantly be switching. Okay. Like, don't be sitting and just try to like grind out one thing. If it comes natural, great. Then sit down and stay this with that how one you thing. Prevent from getting in a rut. No, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I'll I'll do you know. But if I am in a rut, out of this one, out of this list, if I'm in a rut, I'll do something that is mindless, like a house chore, sweep the floor, go out, blow the back porch off, mm -hmm. something like that. Go for your run. Go for a walk. Get some. Get the blood flowing. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I'll do. Sweat. Sweat. That actually just reminded me sweating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But another thing that I'll do is I'll. And this is like. So I guess really my three things are keep the list dynamic so that you're switching activities enough times to where it's keeping you moving. My second thing is to like if you're really stuck in a rut do a mindless thing that's physical and my third thing is and this is one i'm not great at at all but i do believe that taking 10 minutes to try to breathe meditate slash whatever whatever yeah. you know to do that for try to do it for even two minutes for me is hard yeah but to just try to do that i i usually can get a jolt of energy from that yeah they're actually today I did feel better. Did you notice I felt better after I went into the room and I said, I, after all my craziness, I said, I'm going to go into the, I'm going to go in and try to do some breathing and then do my foam roller. Yeah. Remember I said that. So I actually did a short podcast from mindful meditations. It's on Spotify. Yeah. And there's one I love. It's a 10 minute meditation from this guy named Barry Boyce. He's the editor in chief of mindful. Okay. And then there's another one that's a five minute breathing practice. Okay. And I did both of those. I actually ended up cycling through two of Barry Boyce and one of the five minute breathing and I felt so much better. Nice. Yeah, you, you know? did. You, you you came out of the room uh, looking and feeling a lot better, it looked like. Um, I should also say, I, it seemed like you pointed that question at me because you were dealing with it. it number one, I don't really have the answer, a good answer. Like I picked a top three, but I don't really have a good answer for that because I get stuck in ruts all the effing time. Yeah. And I don't, those things I that I just, those does. things that I just said that I do, they don't pull me out. <laughs> Most of the time they don't pull me out. Mm -hmm. Most of the time I will say the physical thing pulls me out a bit. Like that's the most consistent thing for me personally Yeah, is if I go run and sweat and do, you know, something extreme, then I, it makes me feel better, but it doesn't necessarily make me more productive or pull me out of the rut entirely. It pulls my mind out of the rut a bit, but the but rest of the stuff. maybe if you do is, it enough, it finally one day can get you in a place where you're not so stuck that it you don't that you're that you can't be in a mode where you're creative. You yeah, know? and I want to be fully honest too. It's like if I get in that stuck in a stuck in a rut too many times in a row 
then there's the trap, which the trap for me, it could be a trap for, you know, whatever the trap is for anyone it could be eating or whatever. For me, it's grab a drink and, yeah. you know, I mean, and I was going to say something on the opposite end for me is I don't, I'm not, I don't have an extreme personality in consumption, mm-hmm. I should say. Like, I mean, eating and drinking and all of that yeah. stuff. And so for me, sometimes I actually, because I'm so type A, I need to have one glass of wine. Yeah. You well, know, well, one glass that of would wine, be great if, if, if it worked that know? way for me every time. Well, you know? I know. I, I know. That's partially why I'm saying that is I'm completely on the other end. So, yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, um, thank you for uh, just thinking through that with me. I've felt stuck in a rut. I don't know if you guys listening have felt the same way since you've been in quarantine, but um, we just wanted to put it out there and say if you're stuck in a rut or feeling stuck um, and don't know what to do, you're not alone, number one, and uh, maybe just breathe for a couple minutes. Yeah, episode nine, stuck in a rut. Stuck in a rut. Nighty night. Time for me to go to bed. Thank you.